gut. She followed him to see what he was inspecting now. Would it suit you better if I lived in a Tuscan clusterfuck with security booms like all your clients? Don't be crude, Odette, it just demeans you. The trouble was, it did. She allowed him to provoke her, then handed over the moral high ground every single time. You can be superior, but it's my clients that paid for a good deal of... At least I have some. I've no idea what you think you'll do here. I told you, I'm meeting my business partner. We've got big plans. Or what do you imagine you'll have in common with a bunch of Dutchmen with sheep dung on their hands? Cow dung. I mean, come on, Odette, you've made your point. Why don't you just admit it was a mistake? Cow dung. What? It's cows, not sheep. This is cattle country. Whatever. Trouble is, it's going to end up being my problem. I can just see it. I hope you've had the sense to keep... Yes, Mike, I've kept a foot in Joburg, if that's what's bothering you. I'm not an idiot. I'm still writing storylines for the soap, at least until the business takes off. And this shanty? It didn't... Please tell me you didn't sell up everything to buy it. She wouldn't let him spoil it for her. She would not. Crossing to the double doors, she flung them both open, though the breeze was biting. It's an original free state cottage. They're meant to have corrugated roofs. It wasn't easy to find one this unspoilt. She kept her back to him. Mist hunkered in the hollows, obscuring the river across the commonage. The weeping willows and riverine bush emerged as spectres through the grey. Whatever. She turned back. He was sitting in her chair the one she'd found in the local second hand. Somehow he always honed in on her special thing. It was not a thing of great beauty, when you saw it through his eyes. Pink velvet with a white tasseled trim, and she'd bought it on a whim, because she could do as she pleased, and because it was a buxom, generous chair that rocked gently on its heels. It was too low for him. His knees poked skyward like a giant black locust's. Looking down on him, she noticed that he hadn't greyed these past years so much as faded. Not that he was unpleasant to look at. He'd simply grown ordinary. The blonde curls, once his dominant feature, were now more mouse than fair, and trimmed to his head in a tight grizzle. What did you come for, Mike, besides the opportunity to criticise my new home? He looked up, surprised. She was usually more conciliatory. But then he had just got her out of bed on the wrong side. He pushed himself upright, tramping across the Indian rug without noticing any of it. The splash of art across rough walls, the lavish cushions, the hand-tufted wool on worn wood. Did it remind him of anything, that rug? It was the only piece of furniture she'd brought into, and then taken out of, their marriage. She darted about, retrieving Keelum cushions before he trampled over those two. It was still warm where she had lain with her book and her glass of wine the night before. The old stove still smouldered. Mandy's stuff, remember? You were meant to fetch it, and Lindy wants... Anyway, I've been meaning to bring it. He glanced down as she tidied, then quickly away, as though the cushions were doing something vaguely indecent, clustered on the rug. And she saw that he did remember. She and Melissa, just back from Goa, in the Melville cottage which never got the sun. This same rug in front of the fire, 
How many years ago? How old was Mandy now? She rose with an armful of cushions and, gripping the stem with her toes, inched her wine glass to the side of the stove behind the coal scuttle before he could notice, just in case he felt inclined to comment. I'll bring it in then, shall I? Where's her bedroom? Oh, Lord. It was full of boxes, of course, and the sewing machine she hoped she might finally have the time to use, beside the easel she hadn't touched since she was a student. The room smelt faintly musty. The curtains squawked on their rail as she tried to open the old sash, and then gave up, as though she'd simply changed her mind, not wanting to ask for his help. I thought I'd use it as a spare room in the meantime, while she's away, I mean, in case anyone comes to stay. Oh, really? Who exactly? Your mother? Then he left the room. Hilarious, she yelled after him. Melissa said she might.